This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. Unnecessary roughness. I think this, that somewhere within the first five to ten plays of the game, the other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. It's unnecessary roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Big hole. First down. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Raiders. Would you believe it? This is unnecessary roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. And here we are, Raider Nation, live in studio for the next couple hours. Unnecessary roughness. Demond Cotton. He's running the wheels of steel behind us. He's making everything go, pushing all the right buttons, answering the phone lines, making sure the text line is taken care of in a, in a very good way. We're going to hold it down for the next couple hours. I'm very fired up to be here in studio. I, I say it all the time, and I mean it today just like I mean it every day. The easiest and best part of the day is being in the studio behind the mics for a couple hours. <laughs> this is the best part of the day for all of us. The hard work is done. Leading up to this point, and then whatever will follow, is already done, pretty much. Whatever it follows is going to follow, but I'll tell you right now, Damon, as you know, we have been running around this building crazy all no morning. For today. Hey, man, it's all good, though. This feels like the most important show I've ever done in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Every show is very important, but I'll tell you, man, it's it's so relieving to get in here and uh, be able to, to share the microphones, obviously, with Damon, be able to talk with Raider Nation, be able to talk some Raider football, and just get excited, man. So this is what we're here to do. Have a very loaded show for you today. Not quite as loaded with guests as we did on, uh, on Wednesday's show, but it's scheduled. Scheduled sometime this hour. Let's just put it like that. Uh, Jonathan Abram. Uh, third year safety for the Raiders. He's supposed to join the show. And we kind of find out, found out about it last minute. That's why I say he's supposed to join the show, and we're not quite sure. We haven't really hammered out the exact time. But sometime this hour, he's, uh, he's going to call in. Of course, they have practiced today. Uh, he had to get his, his weightlifting in. He had to do some team meetings. But So after all that is said and done, he's supposed to be calling into the show. But it's pretty crazy. I was thinking about this when I realized he was going to call in the show. Third year safety. When I said third year safety, and it's going to be one of the first questions I ask him, how quickly does time go by? Third year safety. It just seemed like it was not too long ago that Cleve Farrell, Jonathan, uh, or Josh Jacobs, and Jonathan Abram were all selected in the first round. And all of a sudden, now we're talking about a third year safety. Like that season of Hard Knocks is still like vividly in my head. That's like the last season <laughs> right. I watched. So it feels like, oh man, that was just, just last year. I've never, what was that, two years ago, right? That was that was two years ago of, of Hard Knocks, right? Would it have been twenty eighteen or twenty nine? It would have been their rookie year. So yeah, yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just yeah. There you go. There was, was their rookie year. They're still up in Napa for training camp. Yeah, exactly. That was the whole Antonio Brown uh, cluster. Yeah. But like the whole <laughs> Salmon thing, like right, that's still right. like stuck in my head. And it's right. just like yeah, that was just like that was just last year, right? Man, I'm telling you, it just went by so fast. And and it's funny, even when Josh Jacobs had his uh, autograph signing that he had at the car dealership at, at Ford Country when we were there. You know, that was one of the first questions I asked him as well. You know, it's third year now, third year running back. How, where did that time go? And he said, hey, I, I still remember meeting you in Nashville, you know, at the draft. That was before he he, he ever even knew what team he was going to. I remember meeting him uh, in, in your favorite in your favorite team's uh, stadium right there. at uh, in, What do they call that stadium? What do they call it? Nissan. Yeah, there you go. Nissan Stadium. They were uh, they they had all the rookies that were supposed to be in the green room. They had them all there. So Quentin Williams was there. He was there. Hollywood Brown was there. Uh, Ed Oliver was there. There was about ten to fifteen rookies that were there, and they all met with the media that day. So that's the first day that I ever talked to Josh Jacobs. So it was funny when when we talked to him that day at the at Ford Country. He said, "I still remember meeting you that day." And all of a sudden, boom! It's three seasons later. He's a he's a leader on the team. Oh, by the way, he's a leader on the team that was back at practice today. 
Not going to say that that means he's going to play on Monday, but it's a good sign to see Josh Jacobs back at practice. So that's just a side note, and we'll get to all kind of different notes and nuggets from practice today. I was not out there, but Vinny Bonsignor in the huddle, he was out there. Of course, the regulars, uh, Tashawn Reed was out there, uh, you know, Levi Damian, all those cats, uh, Paul Gutierrez from ESPN, uh, Cassie Soto, they were, you know, they were all out there. So uh, I was not. John Gruden talked today. We'll have a little bit of sound from that as well. But yeah, third-year safety, Jonathan Abram, he's scheduled to, to join us at some point this hour. Also, my guy, Dustin DeHart from Nova Home Loans, he's going to join us uh, probably about 2.40, 2.45, depending on what time we have uh, Jonathan Abram calls in. He might have to push him to 3 o'clock, but uh, D- Dustin's going to join us to talk about the Raiders being 3-0, and talk about uh, fantasy football because he's a fantasy football dude. And then, of course, we'll uh, get the landscape of what's going on with Nova Home Loans and what they have going on, lots of good stuff. Uh, always like talking to Dustin. He's a really good dude. So he's going to join the show as well. Uh, we have John McClain from the Houston Chronicle. He's scheduled to join the show at 315 to talk all things NFL and uh, what he thinks from teams that are 3-0 and as there's five teams right now that are 3-0 and in the league. And, you know, h- at what point do you realize, okay, this team is is for real? Or is this team just got off to a good start? You know, I mean, because there's, there's a difference. There's some teams, and I know the Raider Nation, the first team they'll point at is Denver. Denver! Denver is a fraud. Some teams, they'll start out 3-0, and and then all of a sudden they'll go to crap. You know, and it's funny, we talked about, last week we talked about the Raiders hadn't been 3-0 since 2002. Someone hit me on Twitter today and said, well, when's the last time that the Raiders were 4-0? and And it's so funny because I didn't even think about the 2002 season. I, for some reason, I thought they had lost after their third game. So I went back and I kind of was doing a little research, and it was 1990. And then... I realized that it was really 2002. That 2002 season, they had actually went 4-0, and and they won four, and then they lost four, and then they got hot, and then they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, today at the uh, press conference, uh, Adam Hill asked John Gruden about like being 3-0. and Do you guys like buy into the hype or like right. did you get better than John Gruden? Better like, not buy into the yeah, hype. And Gruden's obviously, he's saying the coach speak. But I wanted to know my follow-up would have been, at what point do you feel like, no, we good? Or not, you don't have to be, like, braggadocious right. about it. But, like, right. no, I feel like we got a good team this year. You know, it's like, at 4-0, you're still be like, hey, nothing's changed. Would it have to be, like, 10-0, where it's like you well, basically got a playoff spot almost locked in? All you got to do is win, like, one or two more games? The thing about it is— At what game? That's all I want to That's what a good question. Well, safe? you know what? Like, that's, hey, we actually good this no, year. No, you know what? I bring a topic to the show every day. I had a topic written down. But that wasn't it. But that's a really good one, Damon. And sometimes that's how it happens. Sometimes it happens organically. So Raider Nation, let's ask you. What do you think? 702-365-9200. That's the Raider Nation listener line. And, of course, the Sam and Ash text line is always wide open like some old school TV antenna. 69187. Keyword R&R. At what point in the season do you feel like this team is special? And I don't mean just with the Raiders. I just mean in general. It's a Normally it's a 16-game season. 17 this year. But at what point in the season do you feel comfortable saying, you know what, damn it? This team is really good because I know right now in L.A., I'm sure we could ask Vinny, anything L.A., Vinny's got it like an encyclopedia. Like a glove. Yeah, he's very disrespectful to Oakland, by the way. That was so funny. That was not funny. That was disrespectful. Vinny was very disrespectful when he was talking about Oakland Coliseum. And during my time slot from 2 to 4, ain't going to be no disrespect on Oakland. Just ain't going to be that. We ain't going to have that around here. (laughs) So after 4, well, that's on him. But between two and four, there ain't going to be no disrespect on Oakland. So, point is, in L.A. with the Rams sitting at 3-0, coming off that big victory over Tampa Bay, they're flying high. They feel like this team is special. Tampa Bay coming into the season, everyone felt like that team was special. But they had just won the Super Bowl. The Chiefs, I mean, they had already won as many games as they won, been to the Super Bowl a couple times. You know, they, they've been the AFC West champs for a while, so everyone felt like they were special. The Raiders, there was a lot of questions coming to the season. 
But now they're sitting there at 3-0 with the opportunity to go 4-0 on Monday against the Chargers. So Raider Nation, what, at what point do you feel like, okay, I feel comfortable saying this team is special? DeMond, damn good question, man. Damn good question. I like how you did that. I try. You might not have done it on purpose, but <laughs> no, again. No, I didn't, but no, it was just like one of those things. Like, if I would have been talking to Gruden, yeah. I would have been like, so at what point do you feel safe at saying the team's good? Because I feel like coach speak, it's always so much, well, we got to get better. It's like, you just won 42 to zero. Well, you know that one play, like it, we could have hiked the ball better. No matter, like the coach is always going to say, we got to get better. It's going to give you like those cliches of I'll tell you perfect. what, man. I'll like, tell at some you. point, you, you got to look around and be like, hey, guys. Football coaches are always going to find something that they can do better. Football coaches will always find something that they can do better. There's all. There's never going to be a moment where a football coach says, "Yeah, we were great today." There will never be a time John Gruden takes the podium and says, "Huh, guys, we're great. Our quarterback is the best in the league. Our running game is solid. Uh, our defense is lights out." There's always going to be something, and and that's the only approach to have. If if any coach ever goes up to the podium and says something like that, there's a problem. There's well, an absolute be a little problem. bit more honestly. <laughs> no, because then that means that they 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 feel comfortable. And you know what they say about comfortable. When you get comfortable is when you get fired. And that goes with any walk of life. I feel like that around the radio station. I think I'm pretty damn good at my job. But at the moment I get comfortable is the moment that I better start worrying. You don't never want to get comfortable around here. Well, that I do know. Got a text, 69187, keyword R&R. That's the Sam and Ash text line. How many, Q, how many undefeated teams remain after this week? Uh, well, I know that two, wait, there's a there's two teams, or there's one team that's 3-0, going up against each other, right? Arizona and uh, who's Arizona playing? They're 3-0 and and whoever they're playing is 3-0. Los Angeles. Yeah, there you go. Well, that's going to eliminate one of them. <laughs> you know? I'm so glad I had a schedule right in my face. I was like, hey, let me grab this right, real quick so we can right, answer this question. Right. I mean, so that's one right there. So that's going to be eliminated. So there'll be at least, at the very least, there'll be, or at the very most, there'll be four left after this week. So uh, I have to look at the games and, and go through it. And we and I'm glad you asked that question, though, because we do have our NFL picks for the week coming up this uh, today as we're starting week four. Can you believe that? It's already week four of the NFL season. We wait all offseason, all training camp, go through the draft of free agency. We're starving for football, right? Football gets here, and it's like, boom. Derek Carr was named AFC Offensive Player of the Month. That means one. my dad said, I was talking to my dad on the phone yesterday when I was driving home from uh, work. And he said, can you believe after Monday, a quarter of the season's already going to be over? As wow. long as we wait, we wait and starve and are thirsty. We're like them, hey, we're like them, them cats that be out at like summer league and, you know, they be running around <laughs> courtside and everything. You know what I'm talking about, that are thirsty. Yeah. We're thirsty like that. Starving. All that content that we're trying to scrape for to right. fill shows in the right. offseason. <laughs> right. And then all of a sudden it's like, pew, season's over. It's crazy. But it's so much fun. We got a text. Raider Gons, 714. Salmon Ash text line. Keyword R&R. 69187, keyword R&R. I want to see a tag match. Damon and Q versus Gangster Raider and Vinny. <laughs> well, I'll say this. I'll say this. That would be a good fight. A good match. You know why? Because you and Gangster Raider would go at it. And me and Vinny would sit back and chill. Oh no! You know what? There no. would be no, there would be no fight in my game. I'm oh, not even okay, worried about okay. that. Or, 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 and Vinny, I know route. Vinny ain't fighting. Exactly. But I was thinking there would be so much dysfunction on their <laughs> team. This would be in the wrestling match where like the one guy leaves the other guy at the ring, 
and he's just like, oh my, he turned on him. He left his right, partner right. high and dry. I wouldn't look. I wouldn't leave you hanging. <laughs> no, but, no. But one of them is going to leave the oh, other. Oh yeah, for sure. But I wouldn't be extending my arm into the ring really far to try to get tagged in either. No, Q, you'd have the best hot tag. You know, you know, you, you you know you'd be a ball of fire. You know when they say, you know when they say, and maybe you don't, but uh, I've always had friends that say that they hang out with folks that got alligator arms when it comes to paying for the bill. Like the bill, you put the bill on the table and people just kind of slowly reach for it. I'd end up being that guy in the ring where I'd have the alligator arms where I wouldn't really reach to to tag in because I just, you know, at 44, I'm not really about that life, man. I, I'd rather. All right, well, then though, that, that's perfect then because I do have the alligator arms <laughs> when it comes to paying the bill. You just got uh, alligator <laughs> arms anyway because you're small. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, look here, man. You know what's so funny, though? We can't fight. We're on the same team. I've got this. I've got this um, right now, I'm wearing my Raiders media relations uh, jacket yeah. that the team provided. Shout out to the Raiders. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and you're wearing your NBA Summer League hat. So oh, oh, my boy. man is wearing everything promotional. If it today. ain't free, it ain't me. There you go. But, um, but this jacket is a little tight. This medium, that, that's all the point I'm trying to make. This medium. Well, you why know. did you order a medium? You know, the team's asking you. They're like, hey, what you, I don't want to wear a large and it'd be a dress. Well, now you got a medium and it's like a uh, it's like a damn tank top. Yeah, one, it's one, one, one tank, tank top. I wouldn't call it what I called it, but that's like politically incorrect these days. So I'm not going to say Please it. Please don't. Yeah, exactly. I can't say that anymore. There was a slang word for those tank tops that we wear under our shirts every single day. I think they call them A-shirts. I think that's what they're technically called. Is that what they are? A-shirts? I just always thought they were tank tops. No, they were never called tank tops. They were always called something elf, else. <laughs> but I can't say it these days because you'll get in trouble. I actually had a lady get mad at me one time when I said what the name of it was. she should. Why? It's a, it's a slang for the shirt. That's the only thing I ever knew of the name of it. People get so offended these days. Oh, back in my day. <laughs> get off my lawn. <laughs> Could say whatever you wanted to say. I didn't say whatever you want to say. I'm just saying. It's a slang word for a tank top. Can't call this shirt what I want to call it. Because <laughs> you get offended. Right. Did it happen to you? Yeah. Oh, it did? <laughs> oh, my apologies. <laughs> You're stupid. I'm trying to stay focused here. 702-365-9200. That's the Raider Nation listener line. Who we got up first, Damon? Dennis. Dennis, what's on your mind? Welcome to Unnecessary Roughness, brother. Dennis, can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right. Yeah, you asking about how the Raiders feel that they have a good team? Yeah. As a, as a fan, every year, it's like, yeah, we have a good team. But now we have an elite team, and we're really doing good. It's just hard for the coaches to accept that because we all know that they haven't played their best game. So when when do you feel my question is when do you feel comfortable in saying that the team is a really good team? Oh, since the first game. Okay. All right, since I the first what, game. I see what they got. We can we can do it. Okay. They're do, they're doing it. Not the way everyone would like us to, but you know what? A win's a win. Okay. I like so, it. I like it. Pretty solid in all three phases. They know they haven't performed their best game, and that's probably the reason why John Gruden and the Coaching staff aren't saying we're there yet. Gotcha. And they're and they're not. There's it's only three games. I remember when the Raiders won four and zero, and when then we went zero and four. Zero and four. Yep. So, yep. Two thousand two. So yep. You never count your chickens before the hats, but you ain't lying. A good, definitely off to a good start. I All right. Time. Thanks for hearing my call. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Good stuff right there. And uh, all right. So he said after game one, he felt very comfortable with that. So that's I love cool. that confidence. I wonder, like, he he must get let – no offense, Raider fans. He must get let down every season. Like, after that first win, hey, this is going to be our – he's that fan. This well, is going to be our year. I mean, yeah, and that's, and that's always good to be optimistic like that. But, I mean, realistically, even me, 
And, and I, I've made no bones about it. I'm a lifelong Raider fan. All right. I mean, yes, we do this professionally, and we're going to keep it professional all the time. I am a lifelong Raider fan. I'll tell you right now, three and zero. Yeah, it feels great to see the team performing at this level. But I also realize there's 17 games in the season, so I'm not sitting here, you know, calling my shot already and saying, hey, you know, I'm cautiously optimistic. Like, hey, man, things are looking good. But like Dennis just told us, they haven't even played their best ball. And John Gruden said that multiple times too. Haven't played their best ball yet. Okay, but this year might be a little different because in Dennis's defense, that first game was spectacular. I could if you were getting like a little juiced up after that Ravens right. game, like, hey, this no. team's different this year. No, no, you're not wrong. All right, so maybe I'll pump the brakes a little no, bit. No, no, you're not wrong. But like my dad said yesterday when I was talking to him, he said, hey, you know, three and zero is a good start, and that's that's positive. And I, I think I said this as well that three and zero is a great start. And even if you're winning games and you're kind of you know you're having lifelines, it's better to to win those lifeline games than lose those lifeline games. But you can't continue to make a habit out of those lifeline games. You can't continue to go down to the wire because at some point, what's the old saying? You play a fire, you get burned. I mean, that's just that's just one of those situations. So they are going to continue to try to develop the team and make the team better and continue to improve because, like, again, we've said it multiple times, they have not played their best game yet. So when they do, then what kind of team are they going to have? That's, that's, a, that's, that's what I'm... I'm very interested to uh, to see. So we'll see that, and we might see it as early as Monday as they take on the Chargers. 702-365-9200. That's Rare Nation listener line. Who we got up next, Damon? All right, thanks, next call. I'm going to let him introduce himself because it was kind of hard to hear him. And these Raider fans, they have such eccentric <laughs> names. So uh, three-time finish the rest. It was three-time something. Three-time crazy. Welcome to the show, brother. Q, this is three-time Raider fish. In Berkeley, baby. Hey, Berkeley, <laughs> California. Welcome to the show. Woo! Let's go. Hey, first of all, if I got the time, let me explain the three-time piece. First time in Oakland, I'm a season ticket holder. I'm talking 70s and 80s. Lived through the first move. When they came back to Oakland, season ticket holder. Now my third time, season ticket holder. Now that they're in the Death Star, baby. Now, uh, Q, you, you guys, wow, Q, your podcast, phenomenal. I love it. Hey, let me answer your question here. And, wow, you know what? The Raiders, I'm going to take you back just a taste, okay? Okay. When we first moved back to Oakland, uh, I think we were 8-2. and two. I'm a little hazy on that. We played the Dallas Cowboys with some crazy interception. And then we proceeded, I believe, to drop every game after that. Okay, that was one situation. Right. 2002, four games up, and by the third of the fourth game down, I saw doubt in the black hole, just a little taste, mm-hmm. okay? And then I believe it was the Hugh Jackson era. What were we, 5-2, and two, and down goes Jason Campbell. Man, uh, that was tough. Carson Palmer. That was tough, pitch. man. When oh Jason Campbell God. went down, it was tough. Oh, so, you know, I think realistic Raider fans, here's, here's a couple of things. Number one. We know this season, man, one bounce here, P.I. called there, we're one and two. So I think for this season, I believe, and, and by the way, I've named that first home opener. It's called the double down in the desert, okay, against the Ravens. <laughs> I'm calling that the double down in the desert because we had to score a touchdown twice to win it. That's just my name for that game, the gotcha. double down in gotcha. the desert. I want credit if, if that if that catch. Now, done deal, I got this you. This season. Hey, Q, let me tell you something. 
we'll feel a lot better if we undress those bolts uh, and, and, and we're 4-0. We start to drink the Kool-Aid a little more by the jug full and not by the cup full. Okay. Hey, I got one more thing for you. Let me go, and I appreciate the elongated time. Uh, I told JT this earlier. Look, Las Vegas, we know there's going to be people who are new to the NFL, and we welcome them. We want them to latch on to the Raider spirit. However, uh, Q, I need you to talk to whoever runs the board at Allegiant and just tell them on, on downs where we're on offense, just put a sign up that says, shut the hell up, and let <laughs> these uneducated fans know that it's a travesty for Carr to have to flap his wings up and down like Morris Day, like he's doing the bird at home to get us to shut up. So please pass that on. Q, I love you. And go Raiders. All right. There it goes. Thank you for the call out of Berkeley, California. Go on to Blondie's Pizza, man. Go on, pick you up a big pizza, piece of pizza from Blondie's. Or go down. I don't even know if Tower Records still has CDs and records in there. But that, man, Berkeley, California was my spot back in the day. I used to love to go to Berkeley. Hanging out on the block, man. That's a good spot. Shout out to Telegraph Ave. What's that like? A thirty minute, thirty minute drive? It's right next to Oakland. Yeah, it's, okay. it's 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 neighbors with Oakland. It's right there. All right. Up next, we got Raider Mike. Raider Mike, what's on your mind? Welcome to Unnecessary Roughness. What's up, Q? Chilling, man. Chilling. I still need to bring the noise. Right. P. Come on, bring it out. Any. All right. See what happened when you get greedy? Oh, you, you slam. Now you got caught. Sorry about that. Oh, uh, I was like, man, what happened to him? <laughs> I'm here. All right. Anyway, no, we just did something historical. One, I said back before uh, training camp, we, we were going to go on a Super Bowl run, and I've never got off that train. And you've heard me the whole time say that. Mm-hmm. So not backing down, I never will. I've watched this team be horrifying for 18 years. And we just took out three 10-win teams for the first time in NFL history. So this team is playing ridiculously well. Barring injury to Carr, we can withstand other injuries. If Carr goes down, then it's going to be like 2016. Yeah, it's a wrap, yeah. And there's nothing we can do about it. But if he stays up, upright, I, I think we're going to make a Super Bowl run. Why would I back down now? I look like an idiot. So I'm not going to. So bring the noise, San Diego, because we're going to bring a little bit louder noise because we're, it's a legion south. It always will be. <laughs> And gotta love that. I'm out, guys. Peace. Peace out. There he goes. Raider Mike, appreciate the call. He's calling Super Bowl. He's calling his shot. It's like a baseball batter or, a, you know, a player up to the bat pointing out to left field. I never called my shot to center field. I always went to left field. I like to pull. I'm a pull hitter. I was never a straightaway guy. It's just not my style, Damon. I hit. bet you remember every hit, too. You, hey, man, I didn't have a whole lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a whole lot to remember them. <laughs> My first home run didn't come till I was, uh, I think, early 40s. <laughs> I'm still early 40s. <laughs> so what, two years ago? Basically. I never hit no home run, man, ever. In the in the history of baseball, I never hit no home run. I didn't hit my first home run, so I played softball. But I was fast, so I stole bases. Oh, that's what I was. I thought I was Ricky Henderson without the power. It is what it is. All right, we got time what, for one more call. Do we take a break? Yeah, let's get one more in. Who's up? 502 Raider D. There you go. 502 Raider D. What's on your mind, my man? What's going on, fellas? What's going on? Chilling, man. Chilling. Right, check this out, man. Hey, y'all was cracking me up yesterday with this medium shirt. I still, I'm still laughing about that today. <laughs> um, but I, I, I think the Raiders fans need to. I, I, I've had, I've had three heart attacks in my life. Unfortunately, I, I died about two years ago on operating table. Damn. So as a Raiders fan, I've learned, I've learned to not get too excited, man, because 
I'm very passionate. I've been a fan for 40 years of my life. So what I, I urge other Raiders fans to do, heart condition or not, is to break the season up into three parts. The first six games, take a look at the team and what we do in that first six, and you kind of get an idea of where we might be going. You go with that, 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 that halfway point through the season with the other six games, and then you get a really good gauge of what we're doing. Because still I believe that those last five games, which is the, which would be the third quarter of this thing, I think those last five games are going to be important for us, man. I am extremely excited. But I was extremely excited last year. I was extremely excited the year before that. We got to make sure I'm glad they're playing well, but I'm going to save all of my criticism and all of my praise until we're at least midway through the season to know what's going to go on with injuries, know if this defense is going to get better. If they stay on the face they're on right now, dude, we, 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 without a doubt, we're going to make the playoffs and we're going to make some noise in the playoffs, man. I appreciate you guys sharing. And y'all have a blessed day, man. Thank you. Thank you so much for that call, 502 Raider D. Appreciate you, man, and uh, glad you're uh, doing what you're doing, man. And that was, I think that that was good. I think that's good advice, you know, and that's kind of where the, the whole question came from when DeMond threw the question out there about when will you be comfortable? Because, uh, again, even going back to 2002, you know, you had the 4-0 start, but then they dropped four games. So how were you feeling after that? You know, I remember because I, I had the, the poster on the wall at my house, and I remember W, 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 and then all of a sudden I had those four L's. I was hot. I was angry, man. I was cussing anyone who wanted to be cussed. And everyone who didn't want to be cussed, I was cussing. Come on, man. What y'all doing? Right. I was angry. And I want to say it was a game, maybe a Bronco game, where Denver dropped it, and all of a sudden it just kind of opened the little crack in the door for the Raiders to get back into the into the thick of things, and that's when they ran and took off with things. That I, I believe that's when it happened. But still, I remember I was hot. So, you know, it, it's it's a very emotional sport. I say it all the time. And I know being a super fan – you get very emotional as well. My man just said, hey, I'm a very emotional person. Get fired up, passionate person. I, I get it. My man said he died three times. We don't want you to make it a fourth, homeboy, at all. We want you to stay with us. So uh, definitely appreciate the love, appreciate the the call and the feedback. Got a lot of text messages that we'll get to as well. 69187, keyword R&R. That's the Salmon Ash text line. We'll hit those first when we get back. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. 2.31 is the time here on Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. We are still waiting on uh, third-year safety Jonathan Abram for the Raiders to to call in and join the show. So we're going to kind of navigate through the waters as uh, as we wait on him. And uh, So that's just kind of what we do. We do that around here sometimes. But uh, DeMond came up with a really good... Uh, topic show topic for the the show talking about uh, when would you be comfortable in saying that this team is a very comfortable is a very good team you know and, and that you think that they can make a deep run that this team has a chance to be special Threw that out there Raider Nation listener line 702-365-9200 also the Salmon Ash text line 69187 keyword R&R got a ton of text messages I'll get to in just one second but Damon you had some uh, some breaking news on the Super Bowl and who's going to be performing at halftime and I'm actually pretty impressed by this little lineup that you told me about. Go ahead and break it down. All right, Raider fans, especially you L.A. fans. Like the Super Bowl, they really doing it Gangster big. Raider will like this oh, one. Oh, yeah, Gangster Raider. You should love, love this. this one. Remember the Super Bowl? Remember the Super Bowl is going to be at SoFi Stadium. Exactly. So they was just like, hey, L.A., we're giving it to you. You got Dr. Dre. Boom. You got Snoop Dogg. Boom. You got Kendrick. Boom. Little Mary J. Blige with some soul. Boom. And Eminem. Boom. I like that. Y'all that like Eminem. I like. You don't like Eminem? You're not an M guy? Yeah, it's one of those things. I, I feel it out. You like sometimes you like. Re- Hi, re- my name is. Yeah, you listen back. You're my just name like, is. What's this good? 
Or did I get? Did we all get sweeped up? In like I the, think the M is pretty damn good. I was a I was an M guy. I like M. So Dre. So you got Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg, Mary J, and then you got Eminem on top of that. Yep, yep. Oh yeah, that's a hell of a show right there. That's worth the price of admission. That's a good. That's almost the up and smoke concert with Mary J. Blige. So who would be the person like they got like a surprise like oh he ain't on here but they got to bring him out for L. A. too. Um, man, that's a good question. That's a really good question. Give me a minute. I'll think about that one. Someone that rolls with with Dre and Snoop. Because I was thinking Ice Cube was the obvious yeah. choice, but you know I don't think I don't think he got like the the friendly hits like that. No, he does. He's he's got plenty of radio hits. He's got plenty of those. I just I I I think it could be someone better though. I really do. Mm-hmm. I just I'm not too sure. Someone that really rolls with with Dre and Snoop and you know that whole little era right then. Mary J. Blige. I'm trying to think. I don't know. That's good, man. That's a good one, though. I like that. Good stuff. Something Tupac hologram. Something to look forward to. Dun, 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 we got the man of the hour, Jonathan Abrams, calling in. Oh, he's calling in? All right. There you go. I don't know what kind of song that was he just he just gave us, but okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then he answered the phone, and then he, he couldn't hear nobody. So, uh, yeah, my man, uh, Damon, is pretty fired up. Apparently, we have a third-year safety, Jonathan Abram, joining the show right now and uh, fresh off of practice and lifting and meetings. And, uh, Jonathan, thank you so much for your time, man. Welcome to the show. And I mentioned at the top of the show, third-year safety, Jonathan Abram. How does that sound to you? Did, did that time from your rookie year to right now just kind of fly by for you? Oh, for sure. You know, time flies fast when you're in the NFL. I'm saying like I was a rookie just yesterday. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And just how has how has I don't want to say life changed, but just for you in your rookie class. I mean, now everyone, Clee, Jacobs, you, uh, Trayvon, you know, Max, uh, uh, Hunter, all you guys are the leaders of the team. How much has has, has that just kind of changed you, at who you are as a person as well? Oh man, it's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot that comes with that. You know, we got a lot of young guys that we just drafted uh, who came in the room. So I'm um, kind of trying to just you know show those guys the right way. You know, pretty much how to be a pro how to go about their business. So, um, you know, we're trying to, you know, do something special around here and take this team to places that we haven't been. Talk right now with third-year safety from the Raiders, Jonathan Abram, right here on Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. Got my man, Demond, that wants to ask you a question. Go ahead, Demond. Yeah, John, like earlier in the offseason, we had you and Dion on the station, and you guys were talking about just how, like, different it was last year with the COVID year. But how how much more comfortable have you been with Gavin a full offseason, and how much better, how, how much do you think that's helped you this season? Um, having a full off season helped me a lot. Um, gave me a chance, you know, to prepare my body, um, get myself in a good mental space. Um, came back ready to go. Um, so so far so good. How has it felt getting off to this three and and0 start? Not only that, seeing the support that the the team has around Las Vegas, as you've had two great games at Allegiant Stadium, but just getting off to the great start that the team has gotten off to so far. Uh, how has that felt? Oh, it's pretty good. I mean, you know, it's the goal. You know, the goal is to go one and zero every single week. Um, don't really try to worry about the overall, you know, number. Um, just focusing on winning. So, you know, right now we're not really worried about, you know, what our what our um, ratings or or, or um, I forgot the name of it. What is it called? Um, like rankings? Not rankings, but pro football but our, focus. Just lost wins and losses. Oh we don't yeah, really yeah. Care about that right now, we're just worried about going one and zero this week. Right, right. I mean, and that's all that matters, and that's exactly the the approach you've got to take. And Gus Bradley comes in as the defensive coordinator, brings some really good coaches along with him, Ron Miles and and uh, Richard Smith, to name a couple. Uh, just how how much more comfortable have you been in this defense, and and how much more comfortable do you feel like the defense in general has been? Um, 
I feel like, you know, we're all growing day by day, you know, just getting more and more comfortable, you know, just seeing the same looks, you know, running the same play. Um, it's going to take some time, but I feel like overall, you know, we've done pretty good with the system. You know, everybody has taken to it. Um, we all like the system, so um, and we all love playing for Coach, Coach Bradley. So, um, so far, so great. How much has the, the veterans that were already familiar with what Coach Bradley does, how much have they helped also just kind of fast-track everyone on learning this new scheme? I mean, pretty much, you know, same um, same as the coach. You know, those guys were a great help coming in, you know, helping. But, I mean, you know, we've all just kind of learned it all over again together. So, you know, it's been pretty much um, – it's been pretty good. Talking right now with Jonathan Abram for the Raiders' third-year safety here on Unnecessary Roughness. And I mentioned a couple of thrilling games at Allegiant Stadium. You're 2-0 so far at home, a couple of overtime games. But uh, just talk about the atmosphere. How exciting was it to have the fans there fired up and just really giving you giving you all the players some energy on the field? Oh, it's amazing. The crowd um, at Allegiant is, is unreal. I haven't seen anything like it. Um, the fans, you know, we appreciate those guys coming out every single week, you know, um, supporting us and you know, being super loud. Even when we was down, you know, fourteen nothing in both of those games, it seemed like we were still winning. How loud the crowd was! What it, what what goes into the mentality when you know that hey, we're down fourteen nothing, but but we got to get the ball back to our offense so we can get cooking. And, and, and you guys go out there, and Casey Hayward has the big safety, uh, creates a safety, and then all of a sudden there's two points on the board. But just for the defensive mentality, what were you guys thinking as you went out there wanting to get the ball back for the offense? Just got to get a stop. Um, that's the only single thing that, you know we think about. You know, we held it all right before that. And I told him, you know, I said, you know, let's get a turnover, you know, turnover, safety, something. One of the, two, one of the three is going to come. And so, you know, we end up getting a big play in the next play. And, you know, we got off the field, end up changing things around, end up having a positive outcome winning the game. Coach Gruden has talked about this team, uh, resiliency. That's the word that he used, that you guys are very, very resilient. Uh, does that something that you guys learn in practice or work on in practice? Is that something that just comes with um, the mentality? I think it's something that you can really work on. That's not something that you build. Um, it's more so a mindset, um, okay. you know. Um, we, we, we band together, you know, when times get tough, we don't count on nobody from the outside. We all just look at each other as brothers and we try to stick together and, you know, that we know that at the end of the day, we're going to be okay on all side, offense, defense, or special teams because at the end of the day, we all got each other back. Yeah, no, and, and you guys are very tight. That's one thing I've noticed about this team, and, and Derek said it multiple times, this team is very tight. Uh, how, how special is it just the, the bond that you guys have even off the field? Uh, I mean – you know, that's what we pride ourselves on. You know, we pride ourselves on, you know, sticking together, um, you know, doing things, doing the little things right for the for the man next to you. So, um, you know, that's what's played this big role, you know, this, this 3 and 0 start. What do you feel will be one of the biggest keys for this upcoming game and this trip to L.A. for Monday Night Football? Um, just going out there, doing what we do best, um, you know. We're not going to change what we do. We just got to go out there and play our ball, and everything's going to work out. Talking right now with Jonathan Abram, third-year safety from the Raiders here on Raider Nation Radio 920. And before I let you go, I wanted to ask, I saw you uh, Tuesday night at the Aces game, Michelob Ultra Arena. It seemed like the whole team was there, but I want to talk about an atmosphere. How fun was that atmosphere? Oh, that was pretty good. Um, you know, it was great to go out and support those girls and, you know, show them that we got their back as well. How how crazy was it just all the stars that were out there, not only you and, and, and all the Raiders, but also like Dwayne Wade and the Jazz were there as well. Was was that a fun event to be at or what? Oh, for sure. Um, it was more so fun because the, the Las Vegas Aces got the win, not more so about who was there. Right. I got you. Well, they'll be in back in action again tonight, and you'll be back in action on Monday night in L.A. at SoFi Stadium. Jonathan, we appreciate your time this afternoon, man. Good luck on Monday. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for having me. All right, there he goes. Third-year safety right there, Jonathan Abram, uh, here with us on Unnecessary Roughness, and there you go. 
there you go. It's a mindset. You know, it's really something that they just go out and they just do. And, uh, you know, that resiliency is a, is a big deal. Something that Coach Gruden's talked about multiple times. Uh, something that we all have noticed. You know, there's teams that will that will fold if you get down 14-0. They'll just kind of, they just won't have it. But this team finds a way to come back and come back and come back. And so uh, many thanks right there to Jonathan Abram, who uh, is looking like and feeling like he's a, a, a lot more comfortable out there doing what he does. And honestly, the whole defense looks like they're very comfortable. Yeah, he's locked in. Yeah, I can tell. Oh yeah, he's locked in. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not. He's not. He's not trying to, you know, sit there and, and have a, a a long conversation. He, he's just re- really about that action. You know how Marshawn Lynch said, "I'm at, about that action, boss." <laughs> That's kind of the vibe I got from Jonathan Abrams. Just kind of about that action. Yo, he's ready. I'm not. I'm not mad at that. That'll Monday work. Night. Good stuff. Good stuff from Jonathan Abrams. Many thanks to the Raiders for making that happen. Uh, appreciate Katie over there and Will uh, for their fine work as well. 241's the time. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be talking to Dustin DeHart from Nova Home Loans. He'll join the show to talk about what's going on with the Raiders, what's going on with fantasy football, and more. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Give me your best. What's up, Raider Nation? This is uh, Hall of Famer Tim Brown. You're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920. <laughs> What's up, Raider Nation? This is Hall of Famer Tim Brown, and you listen to Raider Nation 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. Many thanks to third-year safety Jonathan Abram, who just joined us in the last segment. Talk all things Raiders. Talk about how fast he's already got to his third year in his career. Uh, man, all those guys from Josh Jacobs to Cleve Farrell to Max Crosby, Hunter Renfro, Trayvon Mullen, all those guys already in their third year, man. It just seemed like yesterday they were just just getting drafted, but that's how it is. Time flies. Uh, Damon, earlier in the show, you mentioned about the halftime show is going to be at the Super Bowl in 2022. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar. We did get a tweet saying, Q, they need to bring out DJ quick for Super Bowl halftime. I like that. That would be right up my alley. I don't think it's going to happen. Don't think that they're going to do yeah, that. Yeah, but, but and then even like even with the themes that they're keeping, isn't he Oakland? No. Oh, he's LA. Yeah. I'm sorry. Man, turn your mic off. I'm sorry. Turn your mic off. You're 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 banished. You you you're uh you know you're in hockey. They put you in the box. You're in the box for a minute. Just saying. You're on the sideline. Coach Gruden wants you to go stand by the coach. Right now, while you stand by the coach, we're going to bring on our next guest, Dustin DeHart from Nova Home Loans. He joins us each and every week. And Dustin, we definitely appreciate your time. Three and zero Raiders. Two heartbreak, or not heartbreak, heart attack style games at Allegiant Stadium. What are your thoughts, man? What have you been seeing? What have you been liking from what you've been seeing? Well, what's not to like, you know, <laughs> like, but here we go. Monday night, this is a big test, right, Q? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, look, we're only a three-point underdog. I mean, it, look, if we win this game, you know, obviously the Raiders have, you know, have definitely – surprised a lot of people but we win this game i mean we really have to be in super bowl you know contention now which you know let's quite frankly i wasn't really thinking that at the beginning of the year and i don't know how many people were but this is a big test for us and i i think we can win this game and shoot you know i i'm pretty sure we're going to be pretty good favorites in a very winnable game against chicago the following week and man i can't believe that uh we might be sitting at five and oh that's just a that's it's, it's amazing to me this it's a great team they put it all together, and it's just exciting to watch, and it's uh, it's fun sitting back and going for the ride with them. Right. Well, it's it's definitely a ride. That's for sure. It's a roller coaster yeah. ride right now, especially at Allegiant Stadium. What were you thinking when that game on Sunday went to overtime, a game that looked like the Raiders had it in control, and then it looked like, hey, this might actually slip away? I know. it's You know, it's funny. I, I seem to be sitting always next to a bunch of visitors. So whoever <laughs> bought their tickets right next to me, I think they just bought them to sell them. But it's always – it's look – you know, last two games, 
have been really cool fans from uh, from other cities. And uh, same thing last week. And yeah, look, we were down, you know, fourteen nothing, and uh, the Dolphins fans next to me were going crazy. And I'm like, you guys, calm down. This happened. Uh, <laughs> this happened a couple of weeks ago, and we came back, and sure enough, they did. Right. And yeah, I mean, two two games at Allegiant Stadium, and two epic games in overtime, and crawled back and fought and won. And I mean, that's what. Look, at the end of the day, that's what good teams do. Right. right? You know. Yeah. You know, like you, we have to win those tough games, and that's what we're doing. And we and we have to beat the teams that we're supposed to. And, uh, you know, that's, you know, we'll, we'll, that's, we keep doing that. And then next thing we know, it's, uh, you know, we're in the playoffs. Right. And that's one of the biggest keys. I'm glad you said that. Cause I've been saying that for the longest, there's certain teams on your schedule that you're better than, mm -hmm. and you're supposed to win those games. So you handle your yeah. business against teams you're supposed to, and then you go try to win the 50, 50 games and you hope you win exactly. more of the 50, 50 games than you lose. So, you know, yeah. that's, that's so what, far so good. <laughs> right. Exactly. So far, so good. And speaking of so far, so good. How about your fantasy team? I'm not sure if Derek Carr, you've been able to slide him on yet, but, uh, he wins the the AFC Offensive Player of the Month award. He's been cooking with grease. Uh, how's your fantasy football team looking? And and, and where's Derek Carr now yeah. in the pecking order as far as quarterbacks go? Yeah, so he's unfortunately not on my team. I wish he was. Uh, although I do have some pretty good quarterbacks, but fantasy team is actually doing really well, uh, surprisingly. But you know, I I don't. You know, in fantasy Q, it's all about injuries. And, you know, next thing you're one week, you're rolling. The next thing you know, you're, you're top running backs out and you're kind of screwed. So it's it's always working that waiver wire and, and, you know, adding depth to your team and trying to improve. Uh, but I'll tell you, Derek Carr has risen up the fantasy. I mean, the real ranks, obviously, but right. also in the fantasy ranks, you know, like I told you at the beginning of the year, uh, you know, he wasn't getting much love, but he certainly is now. I'll tell you, Daniel Carlson, he was my <laughs> kicker. I you remember I told I didn't really know much about him, and right. he's uh, he, he's kind of catapulted to the top of the kicker uh, fantasy ranks as well. That dude's a uh, clutch. I'll tell you, he's been awesome. Yeah, and no, then, he, uh, he is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and then like some leagues, uh, Q, they're called point per reception leagues. Mm -hmm. So every time you get a catch, you get a point. So uh, Hunter Renfro, that's my boy. Nice. <laughs> he is a, he is a point per reception animal. So I got him starting one league, and uh, man, he's just awesome to watch, isn't he? That dude's just a football player. I swear. He, you know, he gets he gets hit like nobody's business, and just gets right back up and takes it. And it's, he he really is fun to watch. I love that kid. No, he is. You you hit it right on the head. He's a lot of fun to watch. He's a guy that I mean, you just look at him, you just judge him by what he looks like, and you're not going to think that he's mm -hmm. just that that great. I mean, and I hate to sound even that way, but uh, he just he just he's not going to overwhelm you by just you know yep. physique or you think that he's going to be the fastest dude. But that's one hell of a football player, man. Yeah, he's third and eight. You know who we're throwing to? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> right. Everyone in the in the building knows where the ball's yeah. going, and he still yeah. gets open. You know, exactly. so I yeah. mean, he's he's gone up against some really good, good, good defensive backs the the first three weeks of the season. You know, he had mm -hmm. uh, Marlon Humphrey, Xavier Howard. He gave him the business last week and got a touchdown. I mean, he's he's been doing some things. So uh, yeah, he he's he's really a dude that you really got to respect and, and and really enjoy watching him play. Right now, we're talking with Dustin DeHart yeah. from Nova Home Loans here on Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. And Dustin, I did want to ask you a couple questions about Nova Home Loans and things that you guys have going on. And uh, I thought sure. one thing that's super important, and this is something that I'm kind of still in the, I don't want to say early stages of, but I still kind of learn about more and more every day. The wife, she's been on this since day one, since the day she met me. But uh, how important your credit is and how, how important it is to, if you have an opportunity to improve your credit, 
do it because yeah. I mean that's I used to I used to be that guy back in the day that thought oh I got cash I can pay for anything it's all good yeah <laughs> no that's yeah, not unfortunately the case. that doesn't help your credit score <laughs> no yeah, you know. man I used to think my credit score did not matter at yeah. all but now I know what's up does. but you know yeah, you need credit to have credit so you know getting establishing some credit cards you know I mean that's the simple way. You know, you get a credit card, you, you know, you have a balance and you keep that 20% of your balance and always pay it on time. And that's going to help your score. But yeah, Q, look, we have, um, you know, and, and again, the lower, the lower, the, or excuse me, the higher the credit score, the lower your interest rate's going to be. So, boy, that adds up over time. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. So it's, you know, you're in that loan for a long time and, you know, you can save an extra hundred dollars a month or whatever it is because you have a higher credit score. That's certainly is important um you know but look people do have credit challenges and uh, the one thing that we offer that i don't think any other mortgage company does is it's free credit services so we actually have 13 credit processors in our company Um, we have three that's uh designated just for nevada alone Mm. and uh look you know we if if your scores you know too low or it needs to be just to qualify we're going to help you and you know some it might take a month it might take two years i mean that's you know but if you follow the plans and uh you work with my credit processors your score will eventually be where it needs to be but look we even you know look you might have a 720 we need to get you a 740 for a better interest rate right you know they'll help you out so you know look you know instead of sending somebody to some credit repair company that's Let's face it. Uh, <laughs> Those it things are like, everywhere, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm about to say a bad word. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, they, yeah, look, the, you know, it's one thing just to get a score up. Right. And, and, but it's another thing to get your score up within the confines of underwriting, right? Yeah. So they do a bunch of stuff that I unravel and then they charge you thousands of dollars for it. So, yeah, don't get mixed up in that racket. If, uh, you know, if you think you, you're ready to buy a house, you might have some credit challenges, call us and we'll help you out for free. Nice. I like that. I like that. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, what's the number that you you would want them to call? What's the, what's the number to get a hold of you if you want, if they want to go ahead and take advantage of your credit services? Yeah, appreciate it. 702-577-2600-577-2600. Now, I wanted to ask you about something else that really intrigued me, and I, it's only because I just recently moved, as you very well know, and just really, I mean, I've been here since July, and we literally finally are done and everything with our house in Texas. We've sold it. It's a done deal. Yeah. Like We don't have to awesome. worry about it anymore. But Congrats. Yeah, thank you. And I'm telling you, you want to talk about a headache. I don't know if, which was the bigger headache, trying to get in it or trying to get out of it. But yeah, I mean, I it, it finally got done. But you guys have a guaranteed pledge approval. That's a uh, yeah. it, And so what exactly is that? And how how come I did not have one of these already? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's awesome, actually, especially in this market, Q, as you know, it is not easy to get your offer accepted, right? So if you have a pre-approval letter, which we have called the Pledge Guarantee Approval Letter, it's going to push you to the top, and it's almost as good as cash. So basically, we're going to do everything up front. Under, uh, underwrite your file. You're going to sign disclosures. You're going to give us everything that's needed. And on top of that, we're going to give you a certificate that lays out to the seller that, well, first of all, for you, if God forbid we did screw something up, and which we won't, right? Because right. everything's done, right? Right. We would actually refund you your earnest money appraisal inspection. Okay, so that's a cute little side right. note. But I like it. We're also guaranteeing the seller that we're going to close on time, and if we don't, we're going to pay the seller and the buyer two fifty a day up to ten days. So we put our money where our mouth is. But here's the deal, Q. 
I've never paid a red cent on that. Nice. <laughs> nice. We don't screw up deals and we close on time. And, uh, you know, look, it's, you know, it's some, a couple extra steps that you have to take up front in the process, but a, it's going to help you get your pre approved, excuse me, your home, uh, your offer accepted. Right. And at the end of the day, it's going to test, take some stress out of what's, you know, typically can be a very stressful process. Yes, you know it I mean? can. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Amen uh, on the stress, brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't have to do this for a living. Right. <laughs> you know, right. That's, crazy. that's right. That's why hey, I'm turning it all over to you. And, yeah. and I'll tell you, I want to give you a quick update before I let you go. Um, I'm thinking maybe around May. I'm, I'm, I've got the feelers out right now. I'm looking for the, the Scarface approved house. And I'm thinking around yep. May is when uh, it's time to start making offers. Does that sound about yeah. right? Sounds great. It's going to be a good time. Real quick, what's up with Jonathan Jacobs? Is he playing next week Do well, we know, or this week? Do we uh, Jacobs, he did practice today, and so uh, yeah. we don't know the, oh, the big extent, but he was out there stretching, right. and then he was out there practicing as well. So it looks like maybe it's, it, it's more positive than it was last week. Let's put it like that. Oh, there you go. I'll take it. Right on. <laughs> go Raiders. Dustin, thank you so much. Before you go, one more time, give him the website and give him the phone number to reach out to you. Yeah, homeloansforvegas.com and 577-2600. There I'll it is. You. There. Thank you so much, Dustin. I appreciate you. Dustin DeHart right there. Nova Home Loans. Definitely appreciate his time. And that's the date, Damon. May. May, I'm making an offer on the Scarface house. All right, my birthday's May 15th, so you can have me over, and then, like, you know, if you get the house by May, then uh, I'm just already going ahead and moving ahead. Man. You get the house in May, I come over, you can throw me a party, sounds nice. Yeah, I'll throw you a party anyway. You wanna, I'll throw you a party this weekend. Oh, man. I got yeah. your back, man. All right. As much as, as hard as you work around here, I got your back, homeboy. All right, I might have to miss my own party, but yeah, <laughs> man. Well, that that I know. That I know because you're busy working. 2.58 the time. Come back. We got uh, the second hour of Unnecessary Roughness. We'll be joined by John McClain from the Houston Chronicle. He'll join us at 3.15. But we want to hear from you, Raider Nation. 702-365-9200. Also, the Salmon Ash text line, 69187, keyword r Got a lot of text to get to. At what point in the season do you feel comfortable in saying and identifying this team, this Raiders team, 2021 team, as a special team? Let us know. This is Raider Nation Radio 920.